What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Mayolari. So right now I'm recording this outside. I have to do a quick episode before the Giants cut day tomorrow. The Giants currently have, I think, 80 players. they got to get it down to 53 tomorrow, so 27 players have to be cut by tomorrow at 4 p.m. So I'm going to get down, right down to it. I'm going to break down all the 53 guys that I think should make the team, give you guys some players I think could make the practice squad potentially, and then also some highlight some good players from the preseason, I think, really drove up their stock. And then some others that did the reverse. So if it's a little windy, I'm sorry. I apologize. Recording this outside right now since I want to get a quick episode in before they start cutting a lot of guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, as I said before, I'll let you guys know the future of the podcast uh, whenever I know. But as of now, I'm going to break down the Giants 53-man roster and who I think should make it. So to start off, I have 26 players on offense making the team. So I got three quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, obviously he will be the starter. Tyrod Taylor and Davis Webb. I think all three guys should make the team. Tyrod Taylor, very good backup for Daniel Jones. Then you look at Davis Webb. He was great in the preseason. 30 of 38 yesterday, 202 yards, a touchdown versus the Jets. Obviously a tough game for the Giants. He ended up losing that game. But as for Davis Webb, things are really looking up for him as of late. Played very well in yesterday's game against the Jets. He does know a lot about the offense already since he was at Buffalo. On the Buffalo Bills, the practice squad player, and knows the offense very well. So you could tell... He understood everything he had to do, and obviously Daniel Jones, first year in the system, it's going to be a little bit harder for him. Daniel Jones did not play yesterday in that Jets game. Tough game for the Giants. A couple guys did play well, though. Davis Webb played very well. And then Jayshon Coburn, I've been talking about a little bit, undrafted free agent from Florida State, played very well, too, with a touchdown. I believe he had six carries to 23 yards, a touchdown, and then five catches for 33 yards. So he can help you out in the pass game, too, which is important. So now the third quarterback, as I said, so Davis Webb. Davis Webb overall in the preseason, 60 of 81 with 74%. Completion percentage, 458 yards, three touchdowns and no picks. No matter what way you look at it, Davis Webb deserves to be on this roster. Whether it's third string, second string, Tyrod Taylor did get hurt yesterday. Took a tough hit, also had a bad interception as well. But Brian Dable said he seems to be okay. But either way, I think Davis Webb deserves to be on this roster. I think you carry three quarterbacks. Especially considering Tyrod Taylor's a little bit banged up from yesterday. And that Daniel Jones has had his injuries in all three years now in the NFL. So I think you keep three quarterbacks in this roster. I think the Giants would be better off with three quarterbacks. Next up, running backs. I got four running backs making the team. Saquon Barkley will be the starter. I see a big year from him. Matt Breida, Antonio Williams, and then Jay Sean Corbett, as I said yesterday, played great. Undrafted free agent from Florida State. I've highlighted him now in a couple episodes before that Patriots-Bengals preseason game. That I also talked about how well he played in the Bengals game as well. Yesterday against the Jets, six carries, 23 yards and a rushing touchdown, then five receptions to 33 yards. Very valuable player. And then the odd one out, I got Gary Brightwell. Former Dave Gettleman draft pick out of Arizona. The issue with Brightwell, though, is the running back room is very deep. Very deep. So you got Antonio Williams coming over from the Bills. Matt Breeder as well coming over from the Bills. He was really good with San Francisco before his injuries. So he'll probably be the second string. I think Antonio Williams deserves to be the third string. I think Corbin's the fourth back the Giants will carry. So... I think Brightwell ends up being the odd one out, and I think he will be a cut by tomorrow at 4 p.m. by Joe Shane. And then practice squad, I think Sandro Platzkammer. And I think maybe even Brightwell, too. Brightwell could still make the roster, but I do think, as of now, if I were deciding, I think he is on the end of the cut. Maybe one of the last cuts since he's already been on the team. And honestly, he ran well in the preseason, but just the running back room is way too deep, and I think Corbin played better than him. Now for wide receivers, I got Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, and Wanda Robinson, and Kadarius Toney. All making it, all four of them, no surprises. Alex Bachman, David Sills, and then I was got Richie James making it. Richie James played very well against the Pages, had a very good camp, had a touchdown against the Pages in that first preseason game, had a great route. 
And he did drop a ball yesterday. He did play all right, though. I think he makes a team. He impressed a camp from reports, and I think he deserves a spot on this team. Possible guys that could make it that are on the border right now. CJ Board, return guy, so he had some value in the special teams. And then another odd one out I have, Darius Slayton. And I think the thing with him is he's gotten less reps with first-team players. When everyone's healthy, I don't think he's a first-string. I don't even know if he's second at this point. He could be the fifth or sixth or seventh receiver on this depth chart. And I think he's the odd one out. The Giants have been shopping him, so chances are he will not be a New York Giant by the end of this week. Even if he makes the team the 53-man roster, they probably end up trading him for a veteran cornerback or another position of need, like offensive line, which the Giants have now had six or seven centers play center in the preseason or training camp. So definitely could be a possibility with the Giants trade Slayton for a position of need. And then another guy that honestly was going to make the team, Colin Johnson, he's out for the year on the IR with an Achilles injury. And I got Travis Dravonen played very well yesterday in that preseason game against the Jets. I have him making the practice squad. And then Jalen Moore, a potential practice squad player as well, played well yesterday too. Now for tight ends, I got the Giants taking three tight ends on the roster. I got Daniel Bellinger, who could have suffered a concussion yesterday. He did take a tough hit. Not sure what the reports are there, but I have him as a starter. Then Chris Myrick played last year and even caught a touchdown from Daniel Jones last season. At one point, I think it was against the Eagles, if I remember right. So Chris Myrick making the roster as well. And then the last guy, Austin Allen, had an 18-yard touchdown against the Jets yesterday. He played very well, ran a great route. Nice throw, too, from Davis Webb in there for an 18-yard touchdown. So I have all three of those guys making the team. So Bellinger, Allen, Myrick, my three tight ends. On the IR, though, two guys that... We're probably going to be the second and third string tight ends. Andre Miller, an undrafted free agent, tight end from Maine. He actually had a very good camp before suffering an injury, now ending his season. And then the other one was Ricky Sills-Jones, a guy we signed in the offseason, and he ends up being out for the year as well. So the Giants have had no luck with injuries already, as you can tell. Next up, I got offensive tackles. I got the Giants taking three offensive tackles, three guards, or four guards it is, and two centers. So I got the Giants having nine offensive linemen in general which is typically what Ross is alike. Typically on game days, there's 46 players, so typically two quarterbacks, four running backs, seven offensive linemen, three tight ends, and five wide receivers for a total of 21 players on offense. And then on defense on game days, typically 22 players, comprising of eight defensive linemen, seven linebackers, and seven defensive backs. And then you got your kicker, long snapper, and punter, which take up three players. So that's 46 guys on game day, 21 on offense, 22 on defense, and three on special teams there between the kicker, the long snapper, and the punter. So, as I said, I have the Giants having nine offensive linemen in general. Seven of those guys would be on the active game day roster, which is 46 players. And as of now, I have the Giants taking Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal as the starting tackles with Devery Hamilton, who can play tackle and guard as a swing tackle. Then for the practice squad centers, I have Will Holden, who played center on the second half of that game last week against the Bengals. He's a guard. I think he's a tackle, actually. But he played center last week in that game. He played pretty well in the second half of that Bengals game. Holden actually was a seventh center for the Giants between training camp and the preseason. So as you can tell, the Giants have had their injuries. I think he makes a team, or the practice squad, that is, as a backup center. Also, as I said, can play tackle, too. So I think he makes a team as a backup tackle, but also provides depth as a center, too. And then Garrett McGinn plays center, too. But I think he makes a team maybe as a practice squad offensive tackle. Then offensive guards, we've got Mark Lewinsky, who the Giants got from the Colts as a free agent signing in the offseason. I think he will be a starter with Shane Lemieux. Both of them, right now, the favorites to be the starter. I don't think any competition there. Both of those guys healthy. Both of them will be starters. And then Josh Azudu and Ben Bredesen as the backups. Bredesen played pretty well 
against the Patriots in that first preseason game at Gillette. So I think he makes the team also as a backup guard. And then centers, I got John Feliciano as the starting center. Giants got him from Buffalo in free agency. And then Jameel Douglas, another guy the Giants got from the Bills. I think he is the second center on the roster. Now I'm going to talk defense. I think the Giants carry 24 defensive players. So for cornerbacks, we got Dory Jackson, Aaron Robinson, and Donnie Holmes as the starters. I am worried about Aaron Robinson, though, being a starting cornerback since he's been getting picked on a ton in training camp and in preseason games. But I think as of now, he's still probably a starter. Maybe if Cordell Flott and Donnie Holmes, both those guys would be a slot corners. If either one of them could make the jump to outside, they'd probably be starting there. But as of now, I think Aaron Robinson will be the second cornerback starting for the Giants. Then I got Donnie Holmes starting in the slot. Cordell Flott, Zion Gilbert, both of them coming off the bench. And then for safeties, I got Xavier McKinney and Julian Love as the starters. Then Dane Belton, Trenton Thompson. And then Nate Metters is the last guy I have listed there as a safety. I think makes the team. Played very well yesterday. 12 tackles against the Jets, with eight of those being solo tackles. And also had an interception taken back on a hold by another defensive back, unfortunately. He played very well yesterday, though, Metters, as I said. 12 tackles with eight of those being solo tackles. I think he earned his way onto the team yesterday with how well he played. He deserves it, honestly. He deserves it. He played very well yesterday. 12 tackles, I said. He was all over the field for the Giants. And originally, I had Khalil Dorsey making it, which I guess for now, I might keep him in there just because he adds some value on the special teams. He also knows the Giants' defensive system very well because he was in Baltimore with Wink Martindale. But he played off on the last minute of the game yesterday. Had a holding call, or I think it was a pass interference call, that put the ball on like the five-yard line for the Jets to be first and goal and then also on third and goal gave up a touchdown a fourth and goal it was actually gave a touchdown for the Jets to win the game so as I said originally I had him making the roster but at this point with how bad he played the last minute of yesterday's game with the pass interference call and then also giving up the touchdown on fourth and goal the chances of him making the roster are definitely lower than it was before yesterday's game I still have him in there since I originally had him making the team but as of now it's definitely going to be close as to whether or not he is a New York Giant by this time tomorrow when the Giants are making their final cuts. So then the next position group is defensive linemen. Or one last player I want to talk about, Yusuf Corker. I think who can make the team as a practice squad player. Played very well in the preseason. Five tackles yesterday versus the Jets. I loved his hustle. Maybe he could even make the roster. But I saw today the Giants did cut him, unfortunately. They released him, but that does not mean they can't bring him back as a practice squad player. I think he deserves to be a practice squad player for this Giants team. I thought he could have made the team, honestly, as a fifth or sixth safety since he had some value in the special teams. He's hustling on the field, giving it his all. And was honestly really good at Kentucky, too. Undrafted free agent out of Kentucky and hustles around the field as a Wildcat, too. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, he got cut today, released, but I do think there's a chance he comes back as a practice squad player. So now next up is defensive linemen. I got Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence as the starters. Justin Ellis, who the Giants got from Baltimore. DJ Davidson and David Moore as the three backups. Then linebackers, Kayvon Thibodeau, who's questionable right now for week one with the knee injury he suffered against the Bengals on a tough chop block by Thaddeus Moss. He should be ready for week one, though, so hopefully he is healthy. I have him as a starting linebacker. I got Aziz Ojolari, second-year linebacker out of Georgia. Had a very good year last year. Tay Crowder, another Georgia Bulldog. Have him starting. Then I also have Blake Martinez coming off that ACL injury from last year, starting as a giant in the middle of that defense. And if you look at what he did in 2020, he was a great tackler. Obviously, 2021 did not go his way with the torn ACL. But in 2020, he had a great year. And that was his first year as a giant. Now this will be his third season as a New York giant. He adds a ton in the defensive game, tackling-wise. He's a great tackler. And then also, 
hustles around the field. He's not great in coverage, so that's one thing about him. You have to be careful about putting him in coverage on anyone, but he is great defensively at tackling. So I have him in the starting lineup. I think he deserves to be in the starting lineup. As I said, the defense needs him as a tackler and the primary part of that defense being an anchor right in the middle. And it's a backup linebacker. Austin Cleetro played great yesterday, had a tackle for a loss against the Jets, at pick six against the Jets, an interceptional turn for a touchdown, a fumble recovery, and also five tackles yesterday against the Jets. Played great. He's been playing great the whole preseason. He deserves to be on this roster. Jihad Ward, he'll make the team most likely. Ellison Smith, a draft pick from last year by Dave Gettleman in 2021. I think he makes the team. Micah McFadden, and then Tamon Fox. Tamon Fox had one of the best hits in the preseason for the Giants in that game against the Bengals. A Bengals wide receiver tried to catch an out route. Trying to get out of bounds to save some time. I think there was about 30 seconds or so left in the game, maybe a minute to go. And Tamon Fox came out of nowhere and popped him and forced the ball free. So I think he deserves a spot on this roster, especially considering how good of a tackler and how aggressive he is out there on defense. He's not afraid to make a big hit. And so some other guys I think possibly could make the Giants team as a linebacker. I think these guys are right on the edge right now. Oshane Zimenez, former Giants draft pick in 2019. Hasn't really done too much in the last few years. Next up is Quincy Roche. Roche, last year, the Giants picked up after he was cut by the Steelers. Played pretty well, honestly, last year. Had two and a half sacks and 38 tackles and one forced fumble in the 2021 season. But I don't think he has the best chance of making the team. And I think he's right on the edge right now of making the roster. He still could make it. Who knows? But definitely will be close. Next up, Carter Coughlin. A 2020 draft pick by Dave Gettleman, a linebacker out of Minnesota. Does add some value in the special teams. I think he's right on the border right now. But he is good on special teams, so I think there's a chance he makes this roster as a backup linebacker and a special teamer. Then Jalen Holmes, Nick Williams, and Cam Brown. All three of them I see as potential guys that are right on the edge right now of making the team. And then on the IR, the Giants have Darren Beavis, a draft pick from the 2022 NFL Draft. As I said, the Giants have had no luck with their draft picks this year. A lot of them got hurt. Marcus McKeithen, a backup offensive lineman, got hurt. Tony ACL out for the year. Colin Johnson. A second-year Giant now would have been out for the year with a leg injury. It was a Achilles injury. And then also Darren Beavis, torn ACL, who was having a very good camp. He will be out for the year, so the Giants would add him definitely on the team. And now for special teams, which will be very quick. The kicker will be Graham Gano. No debating that. He did have a concussion that he suffered in that Bengals game, trying to make a tackle on a kick return. But the Giants did wave Ryan Santoso today, a backup kicker the Giants had last year. And he only kicked really just yesterday in the Jets game. Just got one quick paycheck, and now he's gone, which means Graham Gano must be healthy and ready for week one with that concussion. And then for the punter, Jamie Gillian will be the punter for the Giants. Had a very good punt yesterday. Definitely better than Riley Dixon's been the last few years. And then long snap with Casey Crider. He was a pro bowler before. And then for kick returner. The Giants have decisions to make, obviously. I think if C.J. Board makes this team... It'll be primarily as a kick returner, obviously. I think he adds value in the return game. He did suffer an injury last year that did cut his season short, but I think there's a chance he makes his team as the starting kick returner. So as of now, I put him as the kick returner. I think he makes his team, and right now I take Khalil Dorsey out and put him in onto the roster. So the Giants would carry, at that point, eight receivers, which would be kind of nuts, but a couple of them do add a lot of help in special teams. Bachman, Sills, and then obviously Boardwood as well. And then for a punt return, I have one Dan Robinson returning punts to the Giants right now. Not too sure who will be returning punts in the regular season, but as of now, if I had to make a decision, I'd put him back there because of how shifty he is. I know you obviously want to be careful with getting a guy hurt, but he's so shifty. I think anytime you get the ball in his hands, you're at an advantage. So I think the Giants should have him as punt returner, but obviously that's a decision 
that Brian Dable is going to have to make in the next few weeks before game one against the Titans. So now on the IR, I just want to highlight a few guys. Marcus McKeithen and Darren Beavis, both guys were drafted this year by the Giants, both of them out for the year. McKeithen with a torn ACL, Beavis with a torn ACL. Then Colin Johnson with an Achilles injury, torn Achilles, he will be out for the year. Ricky Sills-Jones out for the year, Andre Miller out for the year, both those tight ends. Honestly, could have made the team. Andre Miller definitely would have made the team. And then, honestly, Ricky Sills-Jones was not having a great camp, but he still probably would have made the team since the Giants have no depth right now at tight end. Then Matt Pert is on the physically unable to play list, along with Nick Gates. So Pert, a backup tackle, and Gates, a backup center guard. He was a guard before and then became a center last year before getting hurt. I think he will definitely be back at some point this season to be in that starting lineup for the Giants on the line. So one last thing I want to highlight. I saw in a tweet from Tom Rock that the Giants had the best offense in the entire preseason, 382.7 yards per game, the best passing offense, 272.7 yards per game, and the most completions in the NFL this year in the preseason, 102. So the Giants led the NFL in total offense, passing yards, and completion. So obviously Brian Dable makes a huge upgrade for this Giants team, makes a huge difference. The Giants obviously needed help with the offensive coordinator position. I think that's why Daniel Jones is going to have a great year. Now you're giving him some help on the offensive line with Evan Neal being your right tackle. John Feliciano is your center. It was a huge upgrade from what the Giants had at the end of last season. And then you also have Mark Lewinsky coming over from the Colts and being a starting guard. So Daniel Jones now has more help in front of him on the offensive line. And then you look at what he has as a play caller, Brian Dable. This will be Daniel Jones' fourth time he's had an offensive coordinator. It's Mike Kafka, former quarterback's coach with the Kansas City Chiefs. He will be the Giants' offensive coordinator this season. So this is now the Giants' fourth offensive coordinator in the Daniel Jones era and also their third head coach. But when Daniel Jones in his rookie year had an offensive-minded head coach at Pat Shermer, 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in 12 games. Then obviously Joe Judge coming over, who is not prepared to be a head coach and did not add anything in the offensive part of the game, did not help the Giants at all in offense. That's why I'm worried about the Patriots this year and Mac Jones. I think they have a down year. I think Judge and Patricia should stay as far away from your offense, whatever your team you're a fan of. You should want both those guys as far away as possible, truly. And I know as a Giants fan, I watched a lot of Giants games last year. It wasn't all on Joe Judge since he had two quarterbacks and Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon that could not help you in any part of the game, could not move the ball downfield. But he did help Daniel Jones regress. He's a big reason Daniel Jones regressed in the two years Joe Judge was head coach. So I think Joe Judge, honestly, being gone will help Daniel Jones. And now he has a great offensive coordinator, Kafka, who helped out Patrick Mahomes. And then adding Brian Dable, who, as I said, the Giants led the NFL in total offense and yards per game, passing yards per game, and then also completions in the preseason. Then they also led the NFC in passing attempts with 143 in the preseason, as well as fewest sacks allowed, only three sacks allowed by that Giants offensive line in the preseason. So obviously Brian Dable has helped this Giants offensive system out a ton. Not only do you have a better passing offense and have more passing yards and more completions and also have the most passing attempts in the NFC, but you also have given up the least amount of sacks. Only three sacks in the preseason. Only three sacks. The Giants led the NFC at fewest sacks allowed. Only three. Very impressive performance by the Giants in the preseason. They do finish the preseason 2-1. and one. Tough game yesterday, losing to the Jets in the final minute. Davis Webb did lead the Giants down the field to about the 45-yard line. Had a shot at the end zone on the Hill Mary. Honestly, it was a good toss. Almost had a chance of winning three straight games in a row with Davis Webb leading the Giants down the field with a minute to go and winning the game. But unfortunately, the Giants fell short of that yesterday. Now looking forward to week one against the Tennessee Titans. I will definitely be back on here to be breaking down some things about the Giants and 
And what I think about where teams are going to finish in every division, me and the sports guru, Mike Hurley, still have to record an episode on that at some point. So I will keep you guys updated. But anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. And hope you guys have a good one. See you guys again soon. Thank you.